Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 42 of the Sideliners podcast. I am your host, Brad Siegel, joined today by my co-host and good friend, Mr. Benjamin Salise. How are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Apologies um, if you can possibly hear the rain outside. We are having torrential downpours here in Texas. That's definitely like, not a joke. That's definitely not a joke for it being light rain. I yeah, I was about to say, okay. it is definitely just drizzling here. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was worse like 30 minutes ago. Was yeah. I was definitely asleep 30 minutes ago. So Yeah. Hey, but we're here now, and we are excited to bring you another episode. So excited. And, yes. and it's a jam-packed. I mean, we've been saying that a lot lately, but, like, there's a lot going on for for August 1st. It's now August 2nd, but, like, there's a lot going on for kind of a random time. Yeah. Um, Thursday, yeah. I was at work, and I work at a sports bar. And I, and it's kind of like I can sort of keep up with what's going on. But, like, <laughs> with work, it's it's hard, especially when it's not, like, just a game when there's, like, headlines and stuff. And so it was, like, overwhelming trying to keep up with the draft, the MLB trade deadline, like, the Gold Cup. It was just wild and a lot of stuff going on, and I couldn't keep up. And I still don't really have all of it. But, like, there's just a lot to cover. Just that one night was, like, overwhelming. And also stay tuned because we are going to have a very special interview coming up. And we are we won't announce it yet. Hopefully. But, yeah, I really hope it happens. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but hopefully we can everything works out. It's gonna be a very fun episode. Hopefully you'll tune in for that. We're so excited. But let's get into today's episode. Okay, so we're gonna start off um just going through with the draft. Uh the top three picks went as planned, but four, um, the Raptors decided to go with Scotty Barnes instead of Jalen Suggs. So a little surprise there, but again, nothing crazy. It, um, it, feels, it feels like a little bit of a log jam with them already having Siakam, but I mean, it. Let's just say there were a lot of questionable picks this draft. Yes. Um, totally loaded with talent, but like, you know, and, just and and now and then with the Magic picking Suggs, it's like they have a log jam of Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz. Um, I mean, I guess it's not really that bad of a problem to have, but it's like, well. Now that reminds me of the King situation, but we can get into that later as well. Yeah, when they were showing the graphic about, like, players in college that averaged the most points right before getting drafted and Markel Fultz was up there with, like, KD and, like, other players like that, I was like, man, Markel Fultz, like, I forgot how good he used to be. That he was the number one overall pick. Like, that's crazy. And then Homeboy forgot how to shoot. Yeah, it's so sad. (laughs) It's – that's so unfortunate. Anyway, um, let's talk quick about a winner and loser from draft night. Um. Go ahead. You got it. <laughs> uh, I mean, is there any bigger winner than the Rockets? I mean, they got loads of talent in this draft. I mean, they, they're making moves, doing trades. I mean, obviously you get Jalen Green, and then you get Jalen Johnson as well. Um, and obviously, they were saying Johnson is you know going to be a bit of a project because we didn't see a lot of him at Duke because he got injured. There's questions about his consistency. But I think he's going to be just at least a solid – player and then of course Jalen Green I mean he's just he's very crafty uh getting into the rim uh or needs to work on his outside shot a little bit but that will come in time but I think I just think that they got a lot of talent with the traits that we're making with other teams and I think they're great winner um Um, my my winner is kind of a very similar situation they traded I'm going with the Hornets they traded with the Knicks yes the 19th pick they traded up into the first round and their big steal for me at 11, they got James Booknight, mm-hmm. who was somebody absolutely projected to go in the top 10, maybe at like six or seven even. But they did, he did 
fall to them at 11, so they were able to grab him. And they traded up into the first round again at 19 and picked Kai Jones, which I might be a little biased, but I think Kai Jones has lots of upside. Yes. One of the most athletic guys in the draft. But uh, they got two very talented guys there. Um, a lo- loser for me has got to be, and like I said, the Kings. So for those that don't already know, uh, the Kings passed on Luka Doncic because they didn't want to have a uh, logjam backcourt and then have proceeded to pick De'Aaron Fox, who's a great player. I actually, De'Aaron Fox is actually one of my favorite players in the league. Um, but then they drafted Fox, which is, you know, looking back on it now, um, hindsight is twenty twenty. But then the following draft, they picked Tyrese Halliburton, who's another point guard. And then this draft, they picked Davion Mitchell, who is another point guard, and he's a small guard at that point. Fox could, I mean, he could kind of be a shooting guard. Kind of. Yeah, but I mean, very, like I said, very small shooting guard, and he's he specializes in defense. It's it's a very odd choice to make when they kind of already have a really solid backcourt in Halliburton and Fox. It's just it's a little it's a little confusing for me. I, I agree. I think it's just hard to pass up somebody with Davion Mitchell's talent. That's that's the only reason, really. But I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. My loser, unfortunately, is the Spurs. Um, yeah. Oh man. We just. I don't even know. We we had so many like big men available. Again, I couldn't really keep up, but I knew like I'd seen mock drafts and stuff, and I knew those guys were still available. And we went with Josh Primo, who was not on anyone's radar really. It was maybe late <laughs> first round. Yeah. yeah definitely I, I, a reach. Yes. Um. I mean, you know, we could have gone. Kai Jones or somebody like a Corey Kispert. If I know. DeRozan, if DeRozan is going to be on the board, I think Kispert would have really slided in there, get him a lot of minutes. Um, and then again, picking another guard because we have Murray and White. We picked Devin Vassell. We still have Patty Mills. And now we have Ray Primo. Jones. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, Ronnie tough. Walker as well. I mean, it's just like, oh, my gosh. We have so many. And then and then it gets better in the second round. We drafted Joe Weiskamp, another guard from Iowa. Um <laughs> And I don't know anything about him, really. I Like, I, I watched a, a decent amount of – like, I watched more college basketball this year than I ever have, and so I knew more of the prospects than I ever have. And, yeah. like, I didn't know I didn't know either of these guys. <laughs> okay. yeah. I knew – I mean, you watch Iowa, you know Luca Garza, you know Jordan Bannon, but, like, I don't know this guy. So, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully one of them pans out. I mean, it's all speculation. Obviously, we're not NBA general managers, but and, – and the Spurs have drafted well for a long time. They have a history of drafting well. Outside of the last few years, but 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 I, but I don't want them to get that pass just because they always Spurs and they draft well and they develop players. I don't I don't want them to just get that pass because when I was watching that, I was like, who? Like, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's just a very very odd pick to me. But okay, I hope, all, hopefully, all hopefully he's very good. I hope. Yeah, that he who? Out. Like, we don't know anything. Like, yeah. Okay, moving on. There were some big trades on draft night too. Most notably, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. I'm not really sure how I feel about this. On on one hand, it's like you're adding another star power guard and you're giving away your depth, but it's like, you know, Montrez Harrell and like whatever. Forget the other person they traded. Kyle Kuzma revenge tour. Right. Um, like, yeah. Like, I mean, dude, I'm honestly that mad about the depth you're losing with that. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers are building the Avengers down there. I mean, what? You got DeRozan linked to them. You got Melo linked to them. You got, they're just. They're yeah. Just okay. But I saw a TikTok. <laughs> that I agreed with. And it was explaining why, like, the trade makes no sense for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how, you know, LeBron's 37. Anthony Davis is coming off the worst, like, the 
lowest health season of his already injury-prone career. Mm-hmm. And Russell Westbrook, like, is possibly the worst volume three-point shooter in history. And that's what the, – they're already, like, a really bad uh, three-point shooting team, and they turn the ball over a lot, which is a problem for Russell Westbrook. They don't need – like, they need a playmaker and somebody that can shoot. And Russell Westbrook isn't, like, the archetype that they need, but I think it'll work out fine. I mean, it's Russell Westbrook. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, when you anyone, players like that, it's – If LeBron it's, is bossing you around and telling you how to play, you're going to play that way. Like, it doesn't yes. Yeah, I see that. Um, I mean, I'm I, I, I'm of the opinion that Russell Westbrook is still a really good basketball player. You put him in any team, and they're going to be at least just, just even even mediocre. They're going to have at least just a bit of success. So, I into the Lakers. I mean, it's like, come, oh wow, two hundred fifteen million. That is, wow, that's crazy. Uh, breaking news: Steph signing a new deal. Wow. That is. What? I didn't even get that yet. How did you get that? Uh, Bleacher Report. Yeah. Dang. All signs. Okay. So, for those that don't know, free agency opens up at five, five our time, uh, tonight, right? I have no idea. <laughs> tonight, at some point. Yeah. Um. So you know, players are already linked to some places. Kyle Lowry is all, all but certainly headed to the Miami Heat. Um. In a in looking at a sign and trade type of thing. Um. Obviously, you have more players looking to get signed elsewhere. Um, but this Westbrook trade, obviously, biggest yep. thing. Big deal. Now. Very exciting. I'm, yeah, I'm going to end this so segment fun. by saying that Adrian Wojnarowski is unbelievable. He, he is. is unbelievable. He knew every single draft pick before it happened. He knows every trade, every extension, every contract, anything before it happens. And the tweet notifications, I probably have like 150 over the last few days. It just oh, is like unreal. I, I t- I, I turned it off because I knew that he does that um, last year. So I was like, oh, I don't want to get spoiled again. So I, I turned off his notifications on purpose so I could actually be surprised uh, once the picks were announced because I was like, I can't be on my phone listening no, to so you get <laughs> the You get the massive breaking news like 10 minutes before it's announced every time. It's, it's, he is very yeah. good at what he does. And so that was just some of the things going on Thursday night. We're now going to move to the MLB trade deadline that ended Thursday night. And there are some notable trades for sure. Um, the Cubs managed to give away basically their entire roster. Um, <laughs> they traded Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees, along with Joey Gallo, uh, coming from the Rangers. So the Yankees have um, gained lots of star power. Um, they traded Javi Baez to the uh, – to the, oh, my God, I wrote the Cubs – to the Mets. Javi Baez to the Mets. And then they traded Chris Bryant to the Giants. And all three of those guys, Rizzo, Baez, and, and Chris Bryant, Hit homers in their first game with their new team, which is just funny to me. That that is wow. That they is also like, traded that's Shakespearean almost. Yeah, they also traded Craig Kimbrell, their uh, star closer. So the Cubs are just kind of going into rebuild mode. I I'm not like if I'm a Cubs fan, obviously I'm upset because it's like the end of an era and I miss these guys a lot, and there was great chemistry. But you know, it's good that the team. I mean, the team with those guys was fourth in the division. It's not like they had a winning record or we're going to make the playoffs or anything. So it's nice that the Cubs front office kind of knows the direction they want to go. Um, moving on to the, the biggest blockbuster trade, which is just, like, ridiculous. Um, the Dodgers managed to acquire Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Nationals, which is unbelievable. The Nationals, obviously, again, aren't fantastic, probably aren't going to make the playoffs. And they, they did say at the beginning of the trade deadline, like, everyone is on the board except Juan Soto, you know, our star outfielder, like, young guy. 
But they, I mean, they have a top five pitcher and a top five shortstop, and they traded both of them to the best team in baseball on paper. The rich get richer. For for I saw a TikTok. For those of you that don't follow the MLB, this is like the Browns trading Nick Chubb and Odell Beckham to the Chiefs. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that is, ugh, gosh. And it, the Dodgers it, it, have already have so many pitchers, and you know Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, whatever. And once Trevor Bauer comes back from whatever scandal is brewing over there, well, well um, what I heard about that is like even even the Yankees don't even want him back. The players like apparently he's kind of just not a good guy. Well, Trevor Bauer, world. he might not be a great guy, but he's a fantastic pitcher. So, <laughs> um. You know, if if he comes back at some point before the playoffs, I mean, you've got a starting rotation of those four guys, and that's unbelievable. Hey, but, man. And actually, uh, the Nationals play on ESPN tonight, right? I think so. I have no idea. I think they do. I was going to watch that game, but knowing that that trade, I'm like – Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's no one to watch except Juan Soto, really. Yeah. Regular but, season MLB baseball, unless it's, like, really a good matchup or it's your team, can be pretty boring. But – um. <laughs> Speaking of pretty boring, let's go into a quick Rangers update. Um, this, the, actually, the last, we've, we've managed to win our last two games, both on walk-offs, and it was pretty cool, too. So, uh, let's, let me think. Saturday night, we're playing the Mariners. We, we lost to the Mariners Friday, and I was like, okay, here we go again. We're not going to win for a long time. And Saturday <laughs> night, we, we managed to tie it and go into extras. And I think we tied it in the ninth, and we go into extras. They take a 5-4 lead in the top of the 10th. And in the bottom of the 10th, Jonah Heim, the catcher, hits a two-run walk-off homer. Very exciting. I was like, how about that? Yesterday, we're down 3-1 to one going into the bottom of the ninth, and this rookie hits a two-run homer to tie it 3-3. to three. And then the very next batter, Jonah Heim hits another walk-off homer. So we go back-to-back. Jonah Heim, first rookie in MLB history to hit walk-off homers in back-to-back games. What a time to be a Rangers fan. So exciting. It is not, it is not the highlight of your season, and everything is downhill from here. No, I mean, we're, I mean, with those two wins right now, we are only 25 and a half back for the division. Like, we only have to gain 26 games on the Astros. That's it. Oh, Lord. I know. I, it's, I, I, it, I, like, love, I love your optimism. I'm not optimistic at all. But actually, we now officially have a better record than the Orioles by half a game. Nice. So, and the Diamondbacks are still doing worse than us. So, let's Progress. Go. Progress. Progress. Although at this point, I kind of want the first pick. So who knows? <laughs> Moving on um, to an NFL update. We're really just covering all the bases here. We are really upset about this. I am really upset about this. We literally just talked about this. I have been Thursday. talking to Carson Wentz all offseason, and he goes and gets hurt and is having foot surgery. Five to 12 weeks. So that at minimum, that puts him, what, week eight? Well, five uh, weeks is not week eight. That's not well, a minimum would be five uh, weeks. Right. So – Potentially, it could be back week one at worst. But it, yeah, that won't happen. Week no, eight. No. Yeah, it is. Uh, how unfortunate is that? I'm, that just, is... I'm really upset, honestly. I'm upset about it. And, uh, like, okay. I thought the Colts, I mean, with Carson Wentz at quarterback, I think the Colts could win the division for sure. And now I, I'm really not sure. Like, it seems like Jacob Eason's going to be the starting quarterback. I would hey, love to see or, Sam or Ellinger could, get some reps. Hey, Sam Ellinger could. Well, well now Ellinger's going to be playing a lot in that preseason now. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, I'm sad for Carson Wentz, and I'm sad for the Colts, really, my third favorite NFL team. No, wait, did I say my third or my fourth favorite NFL team? Well, because technically it's – My third. 
Would it be fourth? No, nah, it was third. It was third. It was third. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, that that division is a is a mess. I mean, I I already know it's hilarious when I see Trevor Lawrence throwing touchdowns to Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow uh, was ripped. Did you see that? I know. Yeah, I did. He's ripped. That. Homeboy, homeboy hit the gym. The yeah. route was. I mean, the vid- the route in that video was really was really bad. Like, <laughs> I think I could cover that, but he's ripped. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny to. to and it, this really opens the door for the Titans and you know their new firepowered offense. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, at this point, it's it's tight. It, it was a Titans to lose beforehand, because but I think the Colts could have made a pretty good push. But I mean, oh, at I this point, if the, if the Titans don't run the table, honestly, it's like I'd be really disappointing. Yeah, and it all. It I mean, I think it depends on the return of Carson Wentz. I mean, again, we're talking about this guy like he's the savior of the Colts, but in reality, he hasn't had a good season in four years. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're upset about that, but. We're taking a lot of time, so I think it's time to move on to something we're not very upset about at all. Of course, yes, it's our favorite time of the of the episode. Every episode, every episode. That being said, here's a break from our sponsors, a Red Anchor, and we're back. Thank you from our lovely sponsors, a Red Anchor. We love Anchor. We love Anchor. Every day, all day, three six five. Every every episode, I debate whether or not to interrupt you, just like yelling "We love Anchor," but I don't want to do it like every episode because then it would get old. Yeah, I'm, I mean, and plus, I I need to share the wealth too. You know, I have to say it sometimes too. Um, you say I feel like you say it a lot of the time. I I, I do say it a lot, but are we honestly, are we about to fight over who says "We love Anchor" first? Well, we'll discuss it off air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with that with that being said, though, let's get into today's power rankings. Oh I'm yeah, this one banger power rankings today. And um, I'm going to preface this by saying I am a big Kanye fan, but I can listen to Taylor Swift, too. Today, we are doing our top three favorite Taylor Swift songs. So, take it um, away. So, my my number third favorite song is We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. It's, like, mm. a very – it's a very therapeutic, like – I wouldn't even – I wouldn't say angry song, but it's just, you know, sometimes you just have those feelings, and it's, like, you know, it's it's, like, I don't want to mess with that person – just anymore and you just gotta like kind of let go and it's it's very very therapeutic yeah on my playlist cathartic uh, maybe cathartic <laughs> is it cathartic i yeah i guess i guess you could say that a uh, good word thank good you word. good word i actually like that that is actually how it feels sometimes <laughs> all right number number three Brad. what is yours my number three is shake it off um feel like um sort of towards the end of like the golden era of taylor swift i am um, not as into the new stuff as everybody else but the old stuff for sure and shake it off to me is just so catchy like it just it, makes it me want to get up and just start dancing so, and so just shake catchy. it off you know like it, it is so catchy um and you know like it, it's so weird how like or at least for me when i was younger obviously i guess i didn't really like taylor swift that much but like um and with the newer stuff, obviously people can say like you know it's popular, but I guess with the folklore and evermore, it's a bit more um, lower five. But I mean, nineteen eighty nine is just I mean it's just banger after banger after banger, and then um, shake it off is just like the complete. It's so catchy. It's, it's incredibly it's, catchy. Okay, number two. Uh, number two, I got to go with Blank Space. Another nineteen eighty nine hit. Yeah, a classic. Um, yeah, I just. I really like the music video for this, um, for this song. I think it's pretty, 
uh, captures the feeling really well. Um, I just think that it's it, it's a good. Well, obviously, all these songs are good, but um, I feel like Taylor singing here is just like one of her best performances, just across her whole discography. I, I would say discography. That's a I like using that word too. I know it's well. I, I know you say it a lot because you're a Kanye fan. Like we're both Kanye fans, but like obviously, um, Kanye fans can be Taylor Swift fans, and if they and if they don't agree with that, then they obviously just don't like music. So I um, guess not. Um, my number two, I'm going with our song. I don't really have a good reason for this one. It's just like, it's just a good song. Like, I, I don't I don't even know what else to say. I know it's like you it's know catchy. it's 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 weird music because like you don't have to really even explain it. You just you just like it, well, and if you like if it, you, if you've ever been on rap talk, they always explain it. Oh God, I hate rap talk. Rap talk is so dumb. We should make a rap talk account. That'd be so oh, funny. For those for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it's like you know a TikTok like area whatever called a rap talk, and people always talk about like the like objectivity of music, and it just everyone starts to like say the exact same thing and just copy each other, and it gets really cringe and weird. And- I know it's like like not like music in itself is subjective. And all these songs that we're saying, obviously, we're saying that it's good. And even if we can't give a definitive reason, it's just it's it's just it sounds, sounds good. good. We like it. It just sounds like, good. And yeah, it doesn't have to be just a clear cut reason why. Yeah, like I don't know if there's necessarily even any objectivity in music. Like, if you like a song, then it's good to you. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, actually, I guess there can be some like objectively bad songs. Have you ever listened yeah. to Ice JJ Fish? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's like purposely bad. <laughs> well, it's it's purposely bad, yeah. But I mean, but even songs that aren't even trying to be purposely bad, there there are some objectively bad songs. Like Soul Train. No, like, I knew you were gonna say that. I was really gonna make a Soul Train joke. Soul Train's so <laughs> no, good. No, it isn't. Why, Don't talk why to you, me. Soul Train. Why, do, so why good. do you keep saying that? You know it's because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> no, it isn't. So, okay, the vocals are pretty bad, but the beat's fine. Like. I can't listen to that song. We're just like turning it off. Just... Okay, <laughs> okay, we gotta. Number, uh, one. number one, I'm gonna go with "You Belong to Me." Both versions, um, and I kind of lean towards the fearless uh, or the Taylor's version of it, just because I, I think the vocals are a lot a lot more crisper. Uh, but it's actually the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard, and I was like, "Wow, this song is super good." So it, it holds a very near and dear spot to my heart and i really love it it's constantly in my rotation and it's just a great song gotta love it yeah you belong with me is definitely an honorable mention for my list um but my number one kind of nostalgic for me it's again kind of the same thing i have memories of my mom playing it in the car when i was little my mom used to be a big taylor swift fan um <laughs> mine is love story um probably like i don't i don't really listen to a lot of taylor swift like but like on occasion, I will or like you know, like I like a you know if somebody's playing it like a bar mitzvah or whatever, it's nice. fun. <laughs> and like <laughs> this song is just, I just this song is so good. And like I guess I don't really have explanations for any of these, but it's just it's so good and it's nostalgic and like I don't know, I just I like it. I know so. it's like because like you you have like all these different t- eras of Taylor. You know, it's like the golden era and then like you know the super poppy songs and then kind of like the more you know a little bit. I wouldn't say sadder, just you know, maybe more mature songs of her. She's grown. Yeah, um, and 
and I think all three of those errors can really just appeal to anybody because she's she's just has a way of of showing just great artistic expression. I um I really thought I was gonna come in here and have like solid explanations for all three of my songs and just like you know <laughs> at least if I didn't like be able to like BS some words together to make it sound like I did, and it just did not happen at all. <laughs> well, I mean. I, I would try to carry this segment and try to sing a little bit, but my third... Please, no, me. please do. Give me just a snippet. Like oh, dude, I, I don't and know, man. You can sing Soul Train if that would make you feel better. Oh, gross. If no. I gave you all my love. <laughs> no, do not sing. Um, nobody wants to hear okay. that. Um, I bet there are plenty of people out there that want to hear it. You know, we're, <laughs> you know we'll, po- we'll post it on the Instagram if, if enough people want to hear me sing. It'll. Oh, yeah. Well, well, it, 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 it'll that. be a separate thing because I, I, I don't know if I'm feeling it right now. But okay, fine. Okay, fine. You know, Next episode. Y'all, y'all, or maybe the episode after. Yes. If y'all want to see that, just, you know, like up the post. Oh, yes on the Instagram. Yes. Oh, oh, we're, oh, we're going to do the poll. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're doing That's the poll. It. We are doing the poll for sure. Okay. You know it's going to be like at least 95% yes. I know. Uh, all right. We're doing it anyway. I know. It's good. All okay. Right. Well, with that being said, though, um... <laughs> that was actually really an enjoyable segment that we got. That was fun. I really enjoyed We should do more music segments. But, like, I also – I don't want to – like, I feel like you have to do someone like Taylor Swift. You can't do someone like Kanye because then you sound like somebody from Rap Talk. And I just want to avoid that at all costs. Yes. Like, um, top three albums in Kanye's discography. Like, I could talk about that. I could have a solid explanation for any of those. But like, Yeah, well, we've been sitting here for, like, 30 minutes. And like, yeah, we would. You're right. Nobody wants – nobody wants. We already are. We, I mean, we're already taking a long time for songs that we can't even explain. I know. Um, if you're still listening, make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to download on Spotify. Appreciate you listening all the way to the end. And let us know what you think, what you want to hear. And we will see y'all on the next time. See you on Thursday.